Good morning, my dear Shabbos. Kaidish Shabbos. I feel like I'm not behaving. We're not behaving. I'm not behaving. Jesus is the kind of Kim the Big Abba that a person could say I confidently trust somebody. Then we do mahapech vish. Where that means like one of the days, but then a few stories where people left over money, left over money in their estate, and gave it specific instructions. What is halacha with that property? Today, by the Shem, the world is to discuss the halacha. I'll continue to discuss the halacha. Mechel shtachayu v'chaveri needs. Mechel shtachayu when exactly does work, when it doesn't work. The Gemara on the bottom is going to teach us the concept of priest v'chayu v'mitzvah. When the word kaifin for mitzvah says it's nice to say. Then we're going to see the Mishnah on Beis. It's going to discuss the halacha of a person appoints his wife over his estate, whether he can make her swear or not that she didn't take anything. That's going to be the conversation today. So let's pick up the top of that page. Vavam Menalef says the Halegi Gemara six lines up from the top. Gufa Amar Shmuel Mechus Darchayv Lechaber Vechazum Lachem Machal Afil Yarish Mechus. So before the Gemara says Shmuel said a person sells his Darchayv, Ruvain let money to Shimon. Now Ruvain sells the Shtar that says that Shimon owes money to him, and he sells it to Levi. Then after Ruvain sells it. He's Michael the Chayv to Shimon. He says, Shimon, you don't have to pay anymore. So now Levi can't collect the Chayv from Shimon. Allah has a good Mechila, and even Reuben's Yerish could be Michael. This is because of Shtar Pishmei. Zuck to Hilgi Gemara. Ravuna says that if Levi's smart, and Reuben sold the Shtar Chayv to Levi, if Levi's smart, then what Levi should do is he should, he should give Shimon a few dollars and say, Shimon, write that you owe me the money now. Because now if he writes that, that Levi owes him the money, that, sorry, write that yeah, you owe the money to Levi. Because now, even if Reuben's Michael the Chayv, still Shimon would have to pay to Levi. Because now the Chayv is to Levi and not to Reuben anymore. So says that Gemara right there, Says the Gemara. Okay, so we said that if Reuben's Michael the Chayv, it works, and now, and now Levi cannot go collect the Chayv from Shimon. What about the fact that Reuben caused Shimon to have Reuben caused Levi have to now Levi can't collect their money? So this is called the concept of Garmi. Garmi is very similar to Grama. We'll see more about this in Sechus Bavakama. Exactly the chiluk between Garmi and Grama. The discussion with Shimon. But says the Gemara. According to my memory, says according to my memory, holds up by Garmi or Chayv, where you cause the direct loss to somebody. So here you cause direct loss to somebody. Reuben's going to be Chayv to pay Levi the the value of the star. If you hold that you, you don't, you're not chayv for me. So then you're just chayv for the paper because now the paper is worthless. Then you're chayv to pay reimbursement for the paper, but that's it. Have you ever done a copy from Rashi? I'm making sure. Let's tell me. He says when there's a story like this, where a person is chayv chayv, and Rav from forced him to pay like the amount of a beam that you want to engrave, meaning he forced him to pay the entire value. It says the heli gemara vayta amar meimer shayder chama hayman deikalek suvishu vachayv. Let's say a person owes eik with his wife and he's vachayv. This lay obviously this is both land and money. To the woman, he gives our he gives because each one's getting what they're supposed to be getting. one and only one can take it. So we, we give priority to Bachay, not to one. Why? By the time he says the more because more than a man wants to get married, a woman wants to get married even more. So that's the kinds of tabulations to do, and therefore it says the Gemara. It's okay if we give the money to the Baal Chayv and not to the Isha for Ksuba. Did you say this? 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 Did you the aim of the of the he says, what, was, what exactly was the story that you told me as to sell the land? Meaning, we heard that you said you have to sell the land. So, what's the case where you have to sell the land? You can't just give them the actual land. There was a case where a person really had money. A person had money and land. But, so, the person came to claim the money from him and he said, Oh, the money that I have is not really mine. It's really non Jews. And this non Jew is very strong. We couldn't start up with him, but it really wasn't his money. He could have taken it from him. So, since this person acted inappropriately, that he blamed the fact that he doesn't have money on the fact that it's really non Jews' money, which wasn't true. 
Therefore, he said he has to sell the karka. Says the Gemara, "Owner of Kainler, Papalu Yitchad Amrit." According to that holds Priyas Bachayv Mitzvah. According to that holds a Priyas Bachayv is just a mitzvah, which means that the responsibility to pay back someone else when you owe them money is not because there's a shiva there, not because I own the money. No, it's, it's just a mitzvah. Says the Gemara, "Amalei Nichud Dahu Mitzvah." My, what's the halach? The person says, "You know what? I don't want to do the mitzvah. I don't want to pay the guy back. I don't want to do a mitzvah." What is the halach? Again, the Yecharon Yarmach Barichas. What does that mean? How can you hold the Priyas Bachayv is just a mitzvah? There's no shiva. That's a big discussion. They also discuss if you hold Priyas Bachayv. The Rav Chaim asks over here if Priyas Bachayv is just a mitzvah. So we have halach by mitzvah to pay more than a fifth for a mitzvah, so how would you have to pay a chayv if the chayv is more than a fifth? You don't have to pay. But again, big discussion. And then I heard over here. But either way, it says more. If you hold the pierce of just a mitzvah, let's say a person says, I don't want to do the mitzvah. Do we force or not? I'm going to back and continue with my mitzvah. One day he says, Halacha, Malachis. That's what I say. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm We tell a person to build a sukkah, we tell him to make a lulav, he doesn't want to make the lulav. Halacha is, we give him malachis until he dies, until he, until he does the mitzvah. So you see clearly we can force him. To do the mitzvah, there's a lot of different yitzaytes that we're going to bring out from this halacha of makanis shesh First of all, we're talking about is this literal? We mean we actually kill him, or does it mean just an, uh, an expression that we give him a lot of makanis? That's one shaila. Other shaila, Kivayger asks, when exactly is he talking about? Is he talking about before the, guy, the person the veira, or is he talking about after? I'm sorry, is it before the person in the mitzvah, after the person in the mitzvah? Another thing shaila that we're going to bring from our gemara is the gemara seems to suggest that asiyah sukkah is a mitzvah. The gemara says we're, we're talking about we tell the person about the sukkah and about the sukkah. We force him. What do you mean? L'chera building the sukkah is just the hachshir mitzvah. Again, that's a discussion in the gedolei achreinim. Maybe hachshir mitzvah is according to is a stronger type of Hashemetzah, Hashemetzah cost Batera. That's a discussion. Maybe it's a deacon Rashim, Sachas Makis, that building a sukkah is actually a mitzvah. That's a big discussion. Either way, it says, again, until Pierce Machai Mitzvah, we will force you to Makayim your mitzvah. It says, I'm going to buy me name, 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 I'm going to buy me Rule said before that the Rabbim, so now the Yerushim can't be kinder. Therefore, whoever comes and gets it, they get it. But you see, on the Gemara says, "With Tzidus Shram, with Shram, Dami." Just like with Shram, nobody could be kinder. So the Tzidus Shram says the Gemara says it's the same thing. Just like over there, we'd say that with Rabbim, you can't be kinder. So therefore. Tzidus Rabbim is the same thing, and therefore it's not a good guy. As Rabbim says, "We're Magrash and Rabbim Nach." Whenever Nach and Rabbim are talking about the Chavim Meshech Parazu, Vleitz Yekinu Lachalach Shesh Mikana, I feel like it's Agam. I ask the Gemara with a similar story. A person says, "You're going to be kind of this cow doing Mashiach. We only be kind in thirty days, and thirty days from now it's an Agam to the swamp." Allah Chajarkin. By the Hanu Agam Hanu Tzidus Rabbim. The Gemara is assuming that Agam and Tzidus Rabbim are the same thing that would be considered a Shesh. We're not alike. Agam Lachalim Tzidus Rabbim. No, it's not comparable. Agam is more of a Shesh. More of a private property. Tzidus Rabbim since on the side of Rabbim has a status of Rabbim. Therefore, you're not kind. It could damage the point of being again. It could damage almost say no. I'm the Magrash and Rach. I'm the Tzidus Rabbim. Agam Dami. Similarly, the other way that we said that is good guy from the fact that Rabbim said this halacha by Agam. We assume Tzidus Rabbim is like an Agam. And the Gemara says Adrav in Magrash and Rabbim Shmuel. By the Hanu Shram Hanu Tzidus Rabbim. The Gemara asks I Rabbim Shmuel said in his Rabbim you're not kind. So the Chavu saying Tzidus Rabbim. The Gemara Levi Shram Machalut Tzidus Rabbim. The Gemara again says the Gemara no. Two different halachas. We're just a Rabbim. You're not kind. Tzidus Rabbim. The side of Rabbim. You would be kind. The taste is other Rishonim are that will this halacha. Whether this conversation whether Tzidus Rabbim is kind or not, it's a discussion. Other Mestachlis and Mestachlis too, but other places we have a first conversation. Does Tzidus Rabbim have status Rabbim or not? So why we handling Dafka over here in the Shaila? That's discussion. We're showing the words and get off over here. Says the Elgin Mishnah, "Hamayshuas ishtoi chenunas ishmi not be trapped." Let's say a husband appoints his wife as a storekeeper, or he appoints her as a tra- that she's in charge of his estate. Or he's much be called on charge, so he can make him make her swear whenever he wants that she didn't do anything wrong with the property <laughs> with the money. 
You can make, even make her swear about her when she's sewing and about her dough that she didn't take anything. You can make her swear about these very small things. You can make her swear about these small things. Was he talking about the shtam? He can get up there and tell him and make her swear about these things? Or no? If, he's, if she's swearing about something else, she's going to swear about that. And according to Wazi, she could also be megagal or something else. It's a concept called Gilgal Shua that once you're swearing about something you're going to swear about, we could also be megagal, make you swear about other things as well. Tashmas is going to be a little bit of a swear. The Rabbana responds if you're going to make your constant swear like this, the person can't live like this. A woman can't live with her husband's always making her swear. If you say that you can make her swear, so now it makes sense that she, he, she doesn't want to live with this person. If it's just like, so why does she care? She's not really going to make shuas constantly. So once in a while, once every year, he's going to have something that she, he can force her to make a shua and then he'll be magago, these small things. Also, what does she care? So says, no, you're wrong. So no, even if it's once a year, he's making a swear like this. Still, since the, the woman says, since you're being medayik, you're being medayik with me so carefully, I can't live with you. It's not a good, it's, can't, can't, we can't have a good positive, relation, positive relationship if you're constantly being medayik, making me swear about the small things. Let's try to bring a rifle. If a person didn't pop their wife making of a nether shul, we'll see about this in the next Mishnah. Meaning he's giving himself the ability to make his wife swear. Let's say he didn't appoint her to any of these positions. He can't because a woman's always going to, at one point, she's going to be in charge of taking care, taking care of the dough. She's cooking, taking care of sewing. And therefore, she's considered involved in the husband's estate, and he can make her swear about those things. A person can't live like that. That's where you see clear that it's like a because you see that even though she's not necessarily being involved as an apitrap as a chaman, it's still, according to Blazer, he can make her swear. So you see, it's like a chile, that's not just the idea. Today, they go on and off, discuss, if you're smart, then you would, the person would switch the chayib to the, to, the person would make the, the, the borrower write the star to him. They want to buy him this class of cancer. Pierce Machai Mitzvah. They want to force him to do this. They don't want to do this. on the maze. But the Machai Mitzvah in the town of Kamar and whether we could make a woman swear on small things or not. And they were concluded that Rabbi Lazar said you can make her swear about small things even like Hatchila. Have a wonderful day. Have a good Shabbos.